Listener discretion is always advised. You have nothing in this world to conquer or to challenge or to transcend apart from your mind. All your neighbors live here. Your gods and demons live here. And yourself, imagined, lives here. Stop trying to be a traffic policeman in your own head. Let it run. Just remain detached like you're witnessing. The witness is never involved in the scene because the moment you become involved in the scene, you become part of the scene. So the witness has to stand apart. Just keep witnessing first your traffic, the mind stuff, and it's daily. It's your family, friends, job, money, weather, everything that's coming up. Sometimes it will feel like some reflex and you're in form again, dancing with the mind, struggling. And as soon as you see this, don't go, oh, no, 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 just click back and just keep doing that. And at some point, you'll feel that the claustrophobia of all this worldly internal and external noise will start to sort of drift away. This is the presence of God. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what you're listening to. You made it through another work week. And hopefully I'll make it through another podcast. My name happens to be Justice. This happens to be a solo produced podcast. Welcome to the Justice and the Peace podcast. Let's get it. It's Friday, you dirty, rotten, stinking motherfuckers. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. You were advised that I do use foul language. I also have a potty mouth. If you cannot distinguish the difference, please hang around for a little bit, and I promise you the definition will become quite clear as we get nearer and nearer to the end of this motherfucking broadcast. Like I said, my name is Justice, and I used to scour the internet for crazy things that goes on in the world it seems like we don't have to look for crazy anymore it lives right next door it's raining from the heavens of the universe there is nothing stopping this machine that is pushing forward the agenda of fear well i got some information for you guys and um my name is justice This is the Peace Podcast. I do this shit daily. I'm quite the peaceful individual, but ain't never had a problem breaking you bitches into pieces. Pick yourself up, put yourself back together. Let's start the show. I mean, it's Friday, you guys. What, 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 What can I tell you? I mean, I can tell you everything. I should tell you all of the things that it is that's just floating around in my empty skull. You know that space in between the left ear and the right ear? Yeah, the shit that's floating around up there. I mean, on Fridays, usually, I just kind of let shit hit the wall. There's nothing that we can do. And if you know anything about politics, how politics is ran is usually they drop all of the good shit on Friday because they know for the weekend, you're going to be so happy that you're off of work. So glad that you don't have to check in with your present massa, as I would like to call it, your present uh, uh, oppressor, as they would like to say. But anyway... We're going to start the show off with a whole bunch 
of clips, a little commentary, and you already know how I get down. I'm going to talk my motherfucking shit. So let's go ahead and once again start this show. Let me stop this music and bring y'all in to the first clip. Now listen very clearly to the messaging in this. Let me say this. I don't have a problem with the trans community at all, but this shit is getting ridiculous. If you say as a trans woman, you want to be called her, she, whatever you decide, even though you are a trans woman, if you want to be called her, she, fine, that I'm going to respect that and I'm going to do that. So me as a woman, if I say don't call me a cis woman, I'm just a woman. You should respect that. I'm not no motherfucking birthing person. I'm not a chest feeder. I'm not a bleeder. I'm a fucking woman. And that's what the fuck you're going to refer to me as. And you cannot ask for respect while disrespecting women. And that's what the fuck we get for trying to be allies and shit. Look, now, now they just trying to wipe us the fuck out. Now look at us, we looking stupid. Now, let us run this motherfucker back, because boy, is there a lot to unpack right there. Let's do it. Let me say this. I don't have a problem with the trans community. All right. With that statement being said first, I want a lot of people to completely understand when I say that, I'm not sure where she's saying it from. When I say I don't have a problem with the trans community, I genuinely do not have a problem with any community whatsoever. Well, the Nazis and the KKK, I got a problem with both of them motherfucking communities. But with the trans community, they have created a narrative to where it is you can't question what's going on. You can't talk about what's going on and you must respect every single aspect of what it is that they have created outside of the normal motherfucking okay I'm, I'm gonna i'm trying to calm i'm i'm doing this calm grandson what the fuck like i was saying you can't ask any questions you can't even make too many anything without it being some sort of hate but who is the person that regulates the hate because if you want to be called one certain thing why is it that if i want to get called one certain thing that's hateful now i kind of got off a little bit there but i'm still on track follow me now no one is going out of their way that i know no one that i know is going out of their way to fuck with somebody because of who they fuck let's unwrap the rest at all, but this shit is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous, and I know that's a favorite word for some of you motherfuckers. If you say as a trans woman, you want to be called her, she, whatever you decide, even though you are a trans woman. Now, if you want to get called box, paper, television, or lampshade, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Don't care. Truthfully, I don't give a fuck what it is that you want to be addressed as. I, hey, hey, if that's what you want me to call you, I will call you said thing. If you want to be called her, she, fine, that I'm going to respect that and I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. So me as a woman, if I- Me as a man. I say don't call me a cis woman, I'm just a woman. Do not call us straight guys, cis men, 
okay? Because you know what that sounds like? It sounds like you're taking the man out of man. Man. Literally. Real shit. Sis. That's something that I call my sister. That's something that I call my sister. That is something that I call my motherfucking sister. Don't call me a sis Man, or, or, or should I call you, uh, uh, I mean, since we're changing things around, and truthfully, I don't feel that there should be a tit for tat. So, matter of fact, I'm not even going to make up any slash slash uh, 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 words. But if you want to get called one certain thing, and I respectfully call you that thing in a respectful tone and manner, why is it that you can't respect the fact that I'm living in my own space up over here? And if I'm not in your motherfucking place or in your motherfucking face, why is it that you have to press this agenda upon my life? You should respect that. I'm not no motherfucking birthing person. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, there are words for women that, that, that take away the value of a woman. What do you mean a birthing person? person, a breast feeder uh, or feeder or some these weird words. So then when you go to buy a bird feeder, what are you looking for? A bird uh, uh, pellet distribution, uh, a floating tank like stop with the vocabulary. I said it on the last podcast. Words are important. They have definitions. Those definitions equal meaning. If you start to change the fucking meaning of words, no one is going to know what the fuck it is that you're talking about in a time of crisis or need. I'm not a chest feeder. I'm not a bleeder. Yeah, that is just disrespectful. Don't get mad at, at, at women. Trans women, don't get mad at women because of what it is that nature has ordained upon these, these, I don't give a fuck how cute, how ugly you is, you know, to somebody you're cute, somebody will fuck you, I promise you that. I'm a fucking woman. Yes, you are. You are a motherfucking lady. And that's what the fuck you're going to refer to me as. You damn right, sister. Shit. And you cannot ask for respect while disrespecting women. Yeah, you can't ask for nothing. You'll fuck around and get axed in the forehead. And that's what the fuck we get for trying to be allies and shit. Look, now, now they just trying to wipe us the fuck out. Now look at us looking stupid. Dumb shit. That's the thing. You know, we a lot of people were in the beginning for universal rights for everybody. It, 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 it's terrible that someone is oppressed for what it is that they want to do for sexual pleasure. But then to have that said person or said individuals or group turn on you and then tell you you were not what it is that you were before you helped them out. It makes you say, what the fuck is it? Well, I mean, the I shouldn't have helped your motherfucking ass If this is the way you gonna turn it on its side and fuck it And that's just a motherfucking fact 
if you help somebody and the first thing that they do after you help them is try to hurt you, don't you want to, don't you kind of, at least I kind of, I second question what the fuck it is that I just did, why the fuck it is that I just did it, and should I have, you know what, I ain't helping nobody else. That's the terrible part about so many things in life is that you learn everybody can't get help. Everybody don't want help. And I hate to say it, everybody don't need no help. Some people need to sit in their suffering. And I'm not saying that anybody on that side is suffering. What I'm saying is this, that everybody can't be helped. And if you can't help everybody, what the fuck is it that you're supposed to do? I don't know. If you're if you're an empath or if you're a, a, a philanthropist or, or, or one of those people that want to just kind of use a little bit of your generosity to help the world, it might blow up in your motherfucker face as this issue is doing right now no matter what it is that we do it seems like there's always a wrong turn there's always something terrible coming around the corner somebody's offended somebody is getting their pennies in a bunch and that used to apply for the 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 original woman is that is that the 100% organics is what I'm talking about and I love the ladies ladies you know I love you you had no idea how much I love the motherfucking ladies but this 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 weird shit about who it is and what they are and what they do and that's what makes us important amongst our peers I've never lived in a time when it was so damn important for everybody to know about your sexual escapades. Or wait a minute, I could be wrong completely, right? I mean, maybe the fact of the matter could be that my memory is not serving me correctly. And and now that I think about it, there was a 1997 Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if you guys remember this commercial. Some of you stupid motherfuckers wasn't even born. but. I was born in 97 and I I don't think that I was worried about the Super Bowl. And if I was worried about the Super Bowl, I was worried about who the fuck it was that I was fucking during the fucking Super Bowl. But here is the commercial from 1997. It was pulled two days after it aired. I want to see if you can figure out exactly why. Listen. New nose, $6,000. Lips, $3,000. New chest, $8,000. I... <laughs> Don't tell me. I never forget a face. Don't help me here. It's, uh... It's amazing the changes you can make for a few thousand dollars. Bob? Bob Johnson? Hi, Tom. Imagine what Holiday Inns will look like when we spend a billion Holiday Inns on the way. That was a Holiday Inn 1997 Super Bowl commercial that actually aired here in this country. And that commercial is exactly what is, I mean, I don't know why they pulled the commercial. Right now, they would receive some of that pink money if they were to re-air that commercial. It lets you know that you could turn into something completely different, but no matter 
who it is that you decide to be, somebody will remember who the fuck it was that you used to be. So you can take it with a grain of sand, or you can stand on that shit like a patch of land. I don't know, but I do know one thing. The, 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 the blurring of the genders, it not only confuses me, but it confuses the shit out of most parents. It confuses the shit out of the people who are creating the motherfucking confusion. But huh, who isn't confused in a time like this? I mean, everyone thinks that they've got that uh, third eye looking at all of the things that are going on they can see the objectives and 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 maybe that's me too i'm not i'm not outside of my own criticism but sometimes i do just sit and listen and let people talk and uh let it brew in my head and i have a few words listen quick question for the woke crowd not woke but i'm awake please talk to me so you guys get totally bent out of your frame if uh white person wants to put their hair in. Okay, now you cannot say you guys and then white person. That is just verbal etiquette in 2023. Are you looking for somebody to fuck with you? And I love this lady. I'm not even going to use her name. I love her so much. But you got to be careful with your verbiage. Continue. And cornrows or, I don't know, dress up as a Native American. But see, there's a thing about this. Uh, uh, us guys, uh, uh, the black culture. You see, we know that you don't know how to do cornrows. At least you didn't know how to do cornrows 20, 30 years ago, but all the white girls know how to do cornrows now, right? But is that your style of hair? Or is it a bun? Isn't that what most white girls are known for, is the, the bun on the top of the head with the hair just a little wispy in there? I mean, why is it what makes someone want to appropriate to somebody else's culture. I mean, I, I don't get it. And and, and white people, uh, not to, you know, I know why you feel like you're getting picked on. I, I get used to it. Check this out. Uh, people like to say that black people appropriate to become white. No, black people live in a white country and you have to learn how to act white if you want to get a good job. Now, as far as you going to get your hair in cornrows, you you know damn well that you don't identify with that hairstyle. You don't identify with that culture. The closest that most white people get to, 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 to black people is rap music. For Halloween, but... Uh... Why y'all so silent when a guy wants to dress up as a woman or a woman dresses up as a man? Now, this is something that I was waiting for somebody to ask. Because the truth of the matter, the truth is this. Most people do not like this shit. Most guys that I know, every single time that we put on a movie... Like, we gotta watch that shit before we let our kids watch that shit. Or even you know, try to get our women not to watch that shit because in every single movie produced by a white person or a black person, the leading, the secondary leading character is usually a gay man. I don't give a fuck what show it is that you watching. The, the, the next leading character is a gay man. And if it's a black movie, it's a black gay man. Now, I don't have a problem with any of these, the, 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 since they want to section them off the LGBTQ, I don't give a fuck about what you do, but real men, 
still exist. Everybody is not a transsexual, okay? How come there's such a thing as cultural appropriation, but not gender appropriation? It's already happening. And the thing is this, women, okayed it. Women have the voice of the masses. And I, I know women don't like to think this shit, but stop fucking your man for a week. Stop that. If you stop fucking your guy for a week, you'll understand exactly how much control that you have in the narrative that's going on in your household. But then again, some of y'all might stop fucking your man for a week and he'll just go fucking side, bitch. But that's besides the point. Women got behind this movement. Women supported this movement. Women propped up this movement. And in the face of all of this shit, it is women who still stand by this movement. So, I mean, your questions, you know, I mean, I think they were answered in a, a nice manner, I, I, I should say. I mean, I, I think I hit all the points, you know. I, I mean, my grandson tells me I'm an idiot, so I mean, but sometimes I also think that, um... That's fucking impossible. I'm a, I'm a detard. I can't be an idiot. I'm a D-motherfucking-tard. And, and this detard can't help but to notice that during the time of my, you know, coming, coming of age, growing into a man, how many motherfucking people wanted to be rappers? I didn't like them motherfuckers then, and I showing the fuck don't like the generation that don't even want to learn language but wants a paycheck to act like they didn't ain't something. I can't stand most motherfucking rappers, but every once in a while on the internet, I come across some shit that is pure liquid motherfucking gold. And when I say gold, I'm talking about somebody who has some, some something to say in their raps besides killing people, besides selling drugs, besides fucking bitches. If you think that you the first motherfucker to talk about that, hey buddy, Go to Apple. Go to, uh, uh, what was that shit that, that everybody was stealing the music off of? Bruh, we didn't heard all of that shit before. You got to come with something new. Kind of like, uh, this guy right here. He is about to gas a whole bunch of motherfuckers. And guess what? A lot of people who can't rap are not gonna like this. Don't have no hands, but got my voice that won't be silenced. Hold on, did you hear what he said though? He said he ain't got no hands, and this man's is not lying. He don't got no hands. Like his arms stop right past his elbows. Now, out of respect, let me start this again, and I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Don't have no hands, but got my voice that won't be silenced. Divide and conquer is their game, y'all feed into the violence. Instead of finding common ground, y'all choose to stay divided. But think about the power that we have when we united. But y'all ain't trying to hear it. Most would rather judge on one's appearance. Throwing dirt all on their name because their views from yours are different. Man, it's wrong. Agree to disagree, then move along. You ain't gotta like the next guy, but let them live life how they want. I was born without feet, so there's no way I'll be defeated. If I told you what I've been through, chances are you wouldn't believe it. I was bullied as a kid with question life, like what's the meaning? I didn't made it through my darkness, now you see me cause I'm gleaming. People call this shit a gimmick, I just work with what I'm giving. And I guarantee they do the same thing in my position. Get it. I didn't made it through my ringer, many said I couldn't do it. Many said they got my back, but in their Raps has failed to prove it, man. 
So sick and tired of being lied to. Spit facts is all that I do. I refuse to be another sheep. I'm a walk whatever. Hey, hey, hey. This dude, that guy, literally does not have hands. Does not have feet. But is still stepping on most of these motherfucking rappers. What did, did you hear him say that he was gonna kill somebody? I didn't hear it. I mean, I'm willing to listen to it one more motherfucking time. But time is limited. And since time is limited, we don't have a lot of it to waste. Time can become limited no matter who it is, no matter where you are, and no matter what the fuck it does, no matter what the fuck it is that you do for a living. You know, I was told about a story yesterday at the shit factory about an Alabama man who froze to death in jail. Yes, in jail. I mean, you don't have to worry about getting pulled over and killed by the police. You don't have to worry about getting beat up and, and, and chewed up by the canines and, and the police officers. You don't have to worry about accidentally getting your head uh, struck by the top of a, a cop car. No, don't worry about none of them things. Motherfucker, you gotta worry about going into a fucking freezer while you're in police custody. Whoa. I mean, this is this this story is just ridiculous. Now, an Alabama inmate who froze to death in a jail was likely forced into a freezer as punishment. According to a new federal lawsuit, Walker County Jail officials allegedly placed Anthony Mitchell, 33 years old, in a restrained chair in the jail's kitchen walk-in freezer or similar frigid enforcement and left him there for hours, possibly as punishment for deputies who had a time had a time, quote unquote, with Tony. According to the complaint, he died on January 26th. That was last month. So last month, this guy got taken into custody. He must have been acting crazy. I don't know if you've ever been to jail, but if you have been to jail, you already know about the chair. The chair ain't nothing to fucks with. What they do with this chair, right? As you see, they kind of sit you. You know how you see motherfuckers driving in their car and they leaned all the way back to where you could barely see their eyeballs over the door handle in the window? Yeah, you lean all the way back like that, right? Then you take both of your arms and you extend them, not behind your back, because that would be folding them. You extend them like you're reaching for something on both sides, but you keep your head just completely straight. Now, somebody is going to take those arms and strap them. They're going to take your, lead, your your knees that are bent. They're going to strap those too. And since we had to put you in the chair, we're going to put a bag over your motherfucking head. But don't worry. There's some holes in that bag so you can breathe. The bag is there because you like to spit on people or something like that. Or you try to bite somebody. So this guy got put into this device. And if that was not bad enough, one of the deputies must have said, you know what, man? He's a little hot. Let's uh cool this motherfucker off and push this guy into the motherfucking refrigerator. Hey, man, I don't want no problems with you police or I don't want no problems with nobody. But damn, ain't that a cold way to die? No, I mean... No, no pun intended. That's fucking impossible. I mean, it's the truth, though. No pun intended. It's a cold way to motherfucking die. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cold things that go on in this world. I mean, you just have to be cautious and understand when to stay warm and when you can deal with certain shit. 
Now, as I scroll throughout all of these, I've got at least 70 different things that I can talk about. And I kicked it off with somebody who could rap. So let me wrap it back around to somebody who cannot rap. And in the new generation, they kind of sound like this. Real 92.3 shit. Bootleg Cat, DJ Head. Go ahead, dude. Do what you do. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. I walk atop the mountain like a dragon. I was feeling real high. <laughs> feeling like I'm off the alcohol. I know I'm feeling tipsy. I'm a fucking bitch. I just hit. I'm a little bit of cool. I'm a cut up in a dream for the cool. Retarded, you know that I started Shh, quiet, quiet. Haiti, you have to believe in your dreams, wise one. You are the chosen one, you are the champ, wise one. Do you hear me? Everyone will feel you. I'm gonna swallow the kids, Mike Tyson. Shh. I'm all over the place, all over the room. Not on your bitch, all over the room. Pop the healing balloons. I make a top the mountain like a dragon. I was feeling real high. Fish, fish. Hey, hey, man, she get cramped it. Got about a second, like a rib stick. All right, that's enough. Good God damn, that nigga ain't talented. Hey, man, I don't know how old that clip is. I hope it has some years on it. I hope that it's older than my grandson, because that motherfucker can't rap. I'm, why didn't anybody stop him? Shit. What the Please, can I can I get something from somebody who has anything of substance that's substantial that I could actually use in my motherfucking life? That that beat that he was rapping with, it's gone. It's trash. I don't know if a lot of producers know that. You have made some of the best motherfucking beats ever heard. And the only reason why most people were bobbing their heads is because of that beat. Not because of that bullshit that these niggas speak. Can I please get some guidance? Uh, uh, wait, wait, little fella. What, what, what is it that you gotta say? Talk to me. What three countries would you say has got the best looking girls? Colombia, Spain, and Jamaica. Jamaica. Hey! Why would you say them three countries got the best three looking girls? Because Colombia has the best body, Spain has the best face, mm. and Jamaica has the biggest ass. What hey. three countries? Little guy. He's a young fella. Look at the game that's already been installed in him. Either that kid watches a lot of television or a lot of porn, or his dad is doing a fucking tremendous job at parenting him for what it is that he wants his future offspring to look like. And I have an idea. Well, no, I feel like that little guy might turn out all right if I don't say so 
myself. You know, we've got friends. At least we think that we've got friends. And most of the time, you know, we think that those friends actually have our best intentions at mind and at heart. But truthfully, we don't really know. It kind of sounds like this. What the fuck did you just say to me, my guy? What? I'm fucking with you guys. Do you know that they actually have battle rap in, in, in Korea? That is a Korean battle rap. Did you hear him hit it with the bop, 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 bop? Our culture is so fucking, it is so uh, reveled. It's so marveled by so many other people that to all extents, are they not, wait, wait, to, to any extent, they are willing to go to try to copy, remanufacture, reduplicate, resell, and then monetize every single thing it is that black people do. And that's just part of it. And, and that's, that's your friends too. You gotta be careful with who the fuck it is that you surround yourself with. Because it ain't no telling if they your friends or if they talking that shit that he was just talking. It sounded rhythmic. It sounded like he was, you know, going to something like he was getting at that guy but we don't know what the fuck he was saying we don't even know he could have been making that he could have been complimenting that guy you never know we live in america and it's a weird place to live in especially right now i saw some of the craziest shit that i shared with the co-worker before we went into the factory yesterday now this story is coming to you from hollywood unlocked at the state at the staff the staff reporting the story is deja monet now a new experimental male birth control drug has proven effective in preventing pregnancy you heard me guys if you didn't feel like a bitch before well if you want to feel like a bitch here is a fast track to that i mean pregnancy uh i got nine kids so pregnancy is uh hey man to each his soul, I don't know. But anyway, back to the story. The non-hormonal uh, contraceptive drug was found to disable sperm in male mice. So they trying this shit on rats. Why don't they give it to some of the snitches in the community? But anyway, like I was saying, the drug was found to disable sperm in male mice by researching at the um, at the Well Cornell Medical College in New York City. The male mice were given a single dose of the drug, which temporarily inhibited the sperm's ability to swim and mature through the female reproductive system. So what does that mean? If your sperm can't mature, does that have any kind of future uh, repercussions on how it is that your sperm develop or how it is, yeah, like I said, uh, in the future, if you do get off of that drug and then you do nut into a female, will your kid come out kind of, well, I mean, will that happen? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a detard, you know, I'm, I'm asking questions because you're stunting the growth of something that is natural, something that is nature, something that will happen if you don't fuck with it if if whatever man touches usually breaks bends or falls apart what nature has provided to us ain't went nowhere until we got involved but back to the story um 
And since the male mice were given the drug, it inhibited them from busting nuts that were uh, good. The mice injected with the compound continued to exhibit normal mating behaviors, but there were no pregnancies. So that means that, yeah, you'll still want to fuck something. Probably a little bit more if you know you can't get her pregnant. That's until you do get her ass pregnant. I, I, hey, go over to Hollywood Unlocked for the rest of this story because that shit is something that, hey, if you like it, motherfucker, I love it. There's a few things in life that I love. Um, a lot of TV shows that I grew up watching, but one of them in particular, uh, I love. I liked the TV shows that I watched growing up, but I have grown to love this show. I'm pretty sure you have grown to love this show also. And this show, it is a fixture in television right now. I don't think that it can be touched because it was grandfathered in before this woke Me Too trans movement involvement system that we got going on. Here is a clip from South Park. In Toronto, it's good morning, Canada. <laughs> It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. All Canadians are finding it hard to go on. All Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. We want privacy! We want privacy! Hey, thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here, it's great. So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family, you've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wee. Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I... I'm totally like, you should write a book because your family's like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. <laughs> we just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram-loving bitch wife actually doesn't want her privacy. How dare you, sir! My Instagram-loving bitch wife has always wanted her privacy! And you know what else? To hell with Canada! We are leaving! We'll go find some quiet place where we can be normal people! Come on, wife! We want privacy! We, we want, privacy. want privacy! We want privacy! In Toronto. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I had to turn my mic off because I hadn't seen the clip yet. I mean, like I said, it's, it's Friday, so get ready. Everything is finna start waterfalling pretty fucking fast. Let's go. Not gonna lie, some of y'all really deserve what you're going through right now. Why would you say that? There are kids on the set. They could take that to heart. Them kids might deserve what they're going through. You know, past lives and shit. Are you taking old Hindu principles, extracting them, and then forming an argument similar to the ones that the Aryans used to keep Dravidians underfoot within the Indian caste system to justify yourself being intellectually irresponsible for clout? Yes. I love the honesty. I truthfully do. Like I said, get ready, uh, ladies, gentlemen, uh, uh, others. I don't know what the fuck you want to be called I, I really don't know but i do know this that something big is going to drop but before it drops can i remind some people of their actual culture listen to this 
there's nothing more Midwesty than cannibal sandwiches. Yes, I've reported on this nasty shit before. It seems like it didn't catch any traction, so I might as well throw some spaghetti against the wall and see if you heard me the first time. Go ahead and say what it is that you just now said right now, Cindy. There's nothing more Midwesty than cannibal sandwiches. It- now, now, before you continue, I'm not, I don't know that her name is Cindy. She just sounds like a Cindy. Okay, raw beef sandwiches. Basically, you're taking some rye bread, topping it with pepper jack cheese, raw ground beef. There we go, right there. That she said, she said, I didn't say that. Raw ground beef. You wonder why motherfuckers got digest- digestive uh, tract problems and shit like that. I have never seen anybody go kill a cow and then rip its leg off and just bite into that motherfucker like a chicken drumstick. I've never seen that. Why in the fuck would you eat raw ground beef? Onions, salt, and pepper. This is super traditional old school Wisconsin food. Nasty. Just right out, flat out, disgusting. I mean... I don't know what the fuck to tell certain motherfuckers about shit being nasty. Sometimes you got to learn on your motherfucking own. And that's just a fact of life. And you know that I love facts of life, especially facts that are morbid. And yes, we're going into some more of these morbid facts. Take it away. In honor of my least favorite holiday, here are some morbid facts about love. Valentine's Day facts. I had to wait. I got a couple of Valentine's Day thing here for you guys because I didn't want to ruin the the climate in the air it is that you might listen to this podcast or the vibrations in your mind. Continue, morbid facts. When Teddy Roosevelt was 25 years old, his wife and mother died just hours apart from each other on Valentine's Day. Fuck Valentine's Day. Good. This is another reason for me not to celebrate this shit. Fellas, if you're listening, if you're listening, remember the heartbreak that Teddy Roosevelt endured on Valentine's Day. He lost his wife and then he lost his mother or he lost his mother and then he lost his wife. But remember that Teddy Roosevelt lost two people on valentine's day and that is not a day for celebrating love that is a day of mourning in manhood i just made that up for his journal entry that day he drew a large black x and wrote the light has gone out of my life these are the 1888 graves of a catholic woman and her protestant husband now the two graves of the, 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 the Catholic woman and Protestant husband. What you cannot see, but what I can see is that there is a fence dividing these two graves. Now, Catholic, Protestant, two different grave sites, right? Now, what these this couple have, have done, they, uh, in life, figured out a way to still stay connected in death. They built up a statue, and I wouldn't even want to call it a statue. It almost looks like a tower or, 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 or a lighthouse, two lighthouse, one on one side of the uh, brick wall, one on the other side of the brick wall with a connecting tunnel of love. Now that right there is motherfucking love. Please continue. Due to religious restrictions at the time, they weren't allowed to be buried together in the same cemetery. So this was their creative way of being united and together forever. The Hassamlu lovers died around 800 BC and were discovered in Iran in 1972. They appeared to have died while kissing each other and remained that way for 2800 years. 
Now, I have a question about this. Uh, uh, what I see and what you do not see is two skeletons. And yes, it looks like the two skeletons are kissing. This is very, very true. I'm pretty sure they couldn't move those bones without fucking them up. Now, I'm not saying that, that they didn't find the two skeletons together. What I question is who died first? Because it's very unlikely that both people would die at the same time, right? I mean, that, it, that, that's just weird, right? Right? I mean, I could be wrong. In 1994, a pair of Japanese virgins waited more than a decade to finally break the ice with each other on their wedding night. Ooh, they waited a whole decade to get to bump uglies. Ten toes up, ten toes down. I know for a fact when he was done, he got up with the crown. What happened? But sadly, each of them had undiagnosed heart conditions and both died from heart attacks as they made love for the first and last time. In all what the fuck? You know what? Fuck love. I'm going to be with Megan for the rest of my life. I don't know if you listened to the last two episodes that came out uh, in the last day or so, but there is some informational stuff in each one of these episodes. And in the last two episodes, there is definitely some great information, especially about my bitch, Megan. Go back and check it out. I promise you, it's a good listen. It's a damn good, jolly old motherfucking time. My guys, my girls, you motherfucking others. Now, I mean, like I was just reporting to you, shit can get weird, especially when you're doing love stuff. Because love, it's 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 undescribable. You don't know exactly how to love or who it is that you're gonna love or how the fuck that that shit is going to work out. I don't know. I really do not know. I know some people love their cars. I also know that some people love to steal from cars. What happens if you are temporarily displaced, meaning that you are homeless and and and, and you're sleeping in your car and the, the the you're a lady too and the thing that you have to worry about is somebody coming in and maybe possibly taking, you know, something from your temple away from you, raping you or something like that. Now, listen to this shit right here. A woman came to this strip mall parking lot and pulled into one of these spots here, uh, was sleeping inside of her vehicle, actually, when another car pulled up next to it, went underneath. One of the men jumped out of that vehicle, went underneath, and was sawing off her catalytic converter. Take a look. Yesterday, uh, detectives began investigating this. They came here. They say the woman was in a 4 by 4 Ford excursion, and the sawing noise is what woke her up. She turned her car on, put it in reverse, and they say, sadly, felt a bump beneath the car. She called 911 for help, but the man police now consider a grand theft suspect. He died at the hospital. Whoa! I didn't know this motherfucker died. Shit! Okay, buddy. Now, the three other people who were with him, they are in custody. One man shopping in this strip mall this morning told us he recently had the catalytic converter stolen off of his truck. I know times are hard, but it shouldn't even come to that point where you know you you're doing that to somebody and all of a sudden now you lose your life now your family and friends are lost because of what you were trying to do trying to steal something from somebody else so that's unfortunate and data from a national insurance group suggests that this has gone up these type of thefts by 1200 percent in recent years so they say take precautions park in areas that are well lit uh, also one of the other things you can do 
your car alarm can be set so that if the car shakes, it will actually go off. And they say that can be very helpful in these situations if you believe you're at high risk for having that piece stolen. A woman can- Wow. Hey, dude. Uh, you know, I put it on my, uh, on my Instagram. You know, I am on Instagram. I'm now on YouTube. I'm also Justice Peace Pod YouTube. Uh, Justice Peace Pod Facebook. Justice Peace Pod Instagram. I'm on, I'm on all of them now. I'm everywhere, you motherfuckers. But, you know, uh, 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 hey, man, I once put on, um, my, my Instagram, you know, you, you fuck around and you find out. It looks like this guy was fucking around and he found out the hard way. How do you arrive to your final destination when you die like that? And plus, like, he didn't hear the car start. Like, did she have a push button? Uh, did he even try to attempt to roll? I mean, did she smash his head? I mean, I have so many motherfucking stupid questions. But anyway, we don't have time for all of the questions. We really do not have time for all of that. I do know one thing. This guy who was at this court hearing, I mean, I don't even know if there's any way to segue into what it is that I'm reporting next. A man accused of throwing a toddler into the Ohio River was attacked by that child's father in a, in a Hamilton County courtroom. I mean, I don't know if there's any idea. Well, they should give that guy, they, 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 they should get that guy five minutes in one of those little interrogation rooms. Just, I know it takes less than five minutes to kill somebody, but still, that ass whooping needs to be worked the fuck out. But somebody, hey man, God don't like ugly, and he's showing the fuck don't like that weird shit right there. So, I mean, to, to, to each his own, and, and, and I know one thing, he's gonna own those charges for doing what the fuck it was that he didn't did. A lot of people don't like to own up to some of the shit that it is that they have done. And, and, and truthfully, when you do something hurtful, that means that you have hurt somebody. Now this next story is, it has nothing to do with nothing, but I do like J.K. Rowling, and not too long ago, it was brought to my attention that she was canceled for saying something so fucking normal that I agree with, that a lot of people agree with. And that is, a girl is a girl and a boy is a boy. And I'm not quote unquoting, but that's the essence of what it was that she was saying. Since she was attacked so viciously and virally, I feel it's only right for some of the people who were attacking her to face some of those motherfucking consequences. Now, once you start attacking somebody, the dog pile, it ensues because everybody wants to be a part of this, this mob mindset. Now, the mob mindset is so clearly apparent because whenever too many people, and too many people means hundreds of thousands of people start to like something, everyone else automatically falls on board. And this is exactly what happened to J.K. Rowling when she made the statement that she made. And that's just that girls are girls and boys are boys. But when the dog pile began, like I said, she started to get called a Nazi. And when you call somebody a Nazi, not only do you disrespect 
everyone who had anything to do with that time period, but you also put that stamp of hatred on that lady's name. So when you when you just go ahead and let, let the slippery slope shit slide, you know what happens? Everybody on the low, they get wet. So to anybody who has anything to do with a defamation, with the defamation claim of what it is that's going on with her, fuck you and fuck what you got going on. Now, this next story, it's not the best. It's not something that you're particularly going to be too surprised about, but it is the damn truth. And the truth is, here in America, you can say damn near whatever the fuck it is that you want to say, damn near to whoever the fuck it is that you want to say it to. But in Russia, you better watch your motherfucking mouth. Now, this next story is coming to you from the New York Post. A high-ranking Russian defense, defense official in war against Ukraine was found dead Wednesday after falling from a 16th floor window. You don't fall 16 stories to your death. You either jump or somebody throws your motherfucking ass. It's one or the other. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. She fell from a 16th floor window in an apartment building. Marina Yakina. Yeah, Yakina was discovered by a passerby at the entrance on a high rise on Zamashina Street in St. Petersburg, Russia. Now, if you want more details, go to the New York Post. Like I said, America may be fucked up, but we show sure is a lot better than most countries. And like I said, America is fucked up, and I don't mean everything is fucked up, but I do know one thing. If you go into certain establishments and you act a certain way, you might get fucked up. Kind of like this establishment right Welcome to here. the Waffle House, where you can pretty much have everything your way. You can have hash browns, we'll make your eggs, we'll pour your coffee. Heck, we'll even make bacon and, of course, the famous waffles. But one thing we won't do is put up with your shit. We're not your daddy, we're not your mom, and if you want to fuck around, you're going to find out real quick. And if you want to throw a chair... We've got a Wendy for that, too. <laughs> Waffle House. When you're here, you're not family. And we're not your daddy. Unless you want us to be. Welcome to the all-new Waffle House. Welcome to... I love it. Uh, now, if you don't know in reference to what that is about, a while ago, there was a clip where a big brawl broke out in this Waffle House, and some lady picked up a chair, and she threw it at this white lady, and like the Matrix, she just wandered that shit off. Ever since then, people have been thinking twice about jumping the counter in Waffle Houses, so I think that somebody from the Waffle House establishment said, you know what, let me put together a little montage of that fight so these motherfuckers can know right now, we do have steak knives behind this counter, and we ain't got no problem shanking none of you motherfuckers or sending none of you stupid bitches. Hey, man, it's only, it's only logical. You can't jump the counter after asking for food. I mean, it's disrespectful, but we do live in a very disrespectful time. And with that disrespectful time, it, it breeds disrespectful nature from humans. And humans are already disrespectful, not only to themselves, but to the planet. But that's kind of off the subject, right? What I was talking about was disrespectful shit. And this is just outright motherfucking funny and motherfucking disrespectful. Now, man daps up dude that his girl cheated on him with after catching her red handed. 
Then this guy started playing the Rod Wave song. Now, I don't know what song this is, but listen to the clip. Get it on me, bro. We do right here. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, I ain't even mad at him, shit. Fuck, I ain't even mad at him, shit. You in? Look, ah, she cried. Look, she cried. What you thought them two boys about to fight over you? That's what you thought, new bitch? Nah, nah, we ain't, nah, nah, bro, bro. Don't be out here fighting no men over these females. I'm going to tell you this right now. Some of them like that. Some of them, they look for love in, in violence. And, and I don't know if I've heard anybody say that before, but some women are attracted to that. And I'm not saying that they come from a violent upbringing. It's just that think about all of the imagery that has been shown to the generation that is starting to run shit right now. Everybody wants to be gang gang. Everybody wants to say weird shit. Everybody wants to do weird shit. And this right here is some weird shit. Bitch, you should know you don't shit where you eat. She cry. <laughs> yeah, I get my motherfucking mic died again. That that's what happens when you don't plug your shit in, when you're supposed to plug your shit in, when you get home from your job. But like that guy was just going through what what he was experiencing is what I would like to call uh uh a glitch in the matrix right something something was wrong with the situation so he addressed it he caught the bitch cheating and she started crying thinking that these guys was gonna fight get over it your pussy is not the last one made but there is you know a difference between a baby mama a girlfriend a side bitch and a wife and then there's your soulmate i'm not really good at explaining all of those things but this guy is listen quickly do you know the difference between a soulmate, twin flame, life partner, or karmic partner? Let's talk about it. Contrary to popular belief, your soulmate is not one person. It is a person whom you share a connection with. They could be romantic or platonic, oftentimes platonic, uh, which means every person could have multiple soulmates. Calm down, I'm giving some of y'all hope. Wait a second now, player partner. What position is it that you're trying to put us in, pimping? Your twin flame is not your soulmate, even though people use these terms interchangeably. You're wrong. Your twin flame is somebody who mirrors your actions and they cycle in and out your life. Their actions reflecting yours help shows you your current state of being. Your life partner is somebody you choose to be with. Y'all don't think alike. And because you don't, you could help each other grow. Your soulmate could also be your life partner, but your life partner doesn't have to be your soulmate. Your karmic partner does to you what you've done to other people and it's temporary. So the next time you give somebody the googly eyes, ask them. Do you know the difference between a soulmate, twin flame, life partner, or karmic partner? Ask him that. I guess that's what he's trying. I don't know what to tell you about that. I don't know if I found any of those things in my life because I seldom trust anything. I seldom trust anybody because people have hidden motherfucking agendas. And if you don't know exactly what it is that someone is trying to achieve when they start fucking with you, 
you should probably start asking questions. And if you don't ask any questions, you'll probably find yourself in a position that you won't necessarily like. Some people put themselves in a position that they would like to be seen in. And sometimes that right there, just like Peter Griffin says, that just grinds my fucking gears. Listen to this guy explain. How many times have you seen a guy on a fucking cell phone and then he's giving homeless someone money on fucking Instagram or whatever? Or another guy's filming himself rescuing someone or shit. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck is that about? Yeah, what is that about? How is it that people are really like, I mean, I, I, I aired one of these stories, but then I come to find out that a lot of these things are fucking staged. Why are we falling for the okie doke? Maybe it's because it makes us feel good about watching somebody else do good. So then internally, we register it as a good feeling instead of actually going out and doing said things ourselves. Like you've completely discredited yourself. In my, in my humble opinion, is what he was going to say. Now, I, I, I just know that that's a fact. He was going to say that. I don't know what some of these other people are going to say, but that's also a fact. But with all of those facts being given to you, doesn't uh, Klaus Schwab sound like a supervillain's name? Well, listen to how it sounds when that motherfucker talks. And the last factor I want to mention is resilience, the capability to bounce back because there will be certainly what we call the black swans, the unpleasant surprises which will come in our way. So, Minister, dear participants, I wish you a very good meeting. And so last that motherfucker sounds scary. I mean his motherfucking voice. It sounds scary. But the 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 message is one that I gotta get out of here. We've reached the hour mark and I got shit to do. Look forward to a two-piece. The message that it is that he said out there is the encouragement to stay resilient. My people, my brethren, my sisters, my brothers, you other motherfuckers, do not let what's going on in the current world dim the light in your mind nor your heart. Stay pushing forward. You don't have to run. You don't have to jog. All you got to do is take one step at a time. It, you know, Michael Jackson once said, that it starts with the man in the mirror, right? So you can't necessarily blame everybody for the situation. It is that you find yourself if you are not doing anything to apply yourself. Now, last and not least, I'm going to need you to pull out your phones. Pull out your phones. Go ahead and give me a five-star rating if you like what you heard. Can I get you to subscribe to the show? Can I get you to hit that notification bell? I want to give a shout-out to everybody listening to the podcast overseas, uh, listening to the podcast in Mexico, listening to the podcast in Indonesia. I want to thank you. I want to give a shout-out to all of you people. Can I get you to like, rate, subscribe, and share the podcast? I'm trying to get a grassroots thing going before I have to go to one of these these uh, 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 people to hire to, to, to help out. I want to see if I actually got some friends out there. Now, 
Every single one of these recordings are, are, are recorded in one sitting. As you can see, I had a couple of hiccups. I pushed right through that shit. I keep recording. No edits. No, 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 no ungenuine responses. I tell you what's in my heart and also what's in my mind. This is a Justice in the Peace podcast. You get what it is that I give, and that's always my all. Last and not least... Every single one of these episodes are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. And of course, please do whatever it is that you need to do to make it through, but do not hurt anybody in the process. We have to stop the practice of redistribution of pain amongst our brethren, amongst our culture and inside of our communities. We got to learn how to redistribute something else and it can't be pain. Once again, this is Justice and this is another Justice in the Peace podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.